Hello and welcome to Gotcha Journalism, the podcast for retryout gotcha games so you don't have to wait two weeks to find out you hate playing it. I'm Sierra, my pronouns are she, her. I'm Dustin, my pronouns are he, they. And this week we are talking about Fate Grand Order. And this might be the smoothest intro's ever fucking gone, Jesus Christ. Hooray, we did it. Uh, it's all gonna go to hell from here, because we're gonna talk about Fate Grand Order. Yeah! Which... Yeah, which, we, which in my mind talk. is maybe when I think of when I think of gotcha games, Fate Grand I, Order is like the archetype of it. It's not yeah, the it, best it, one, but is it is the most? It, it is like <laughs> it's not an urtext necessarily in the same way that like Puzzle and Dragons or a uh, uh, Grand Blue are, but it is like. Uh, a core exemplar, I guess, is the best way to phrase it. Like, it is the most representative of the thing that this is. It is the thing that you look at that and go, yeah, that's a fucking gotcha game. Um, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, it's also one of the most... It also makes one of the most... Uh, the largest amount of money... I'm not sure what I mean, order yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, so here's one for... Uh, this is specifically for Android gacha games from May 2019 that I just found. Uh, so, for comparison, uh, Grand Blue, which is one, one one of the better ones we've covered, um, made $7 million on Android, $10 million on iOS, $17 million total. Mm-hmm. Sierra, can you please guess how much Fate Grand Order made total? Um, enough money where if I guessed correctly, they could co- send someone to come assassinate. <laughs> they made 40 million total. Fuck you. Absolutely fuck off. No, they didn't. <laughs> yes, they did. No, that's a lie. That's not true. 22 that, million that on money Android. does not exist. 18 million on iOS. <laughs> that's a fake number. That that number isn't real. <laughs> they made over double Grand Blue. <laughs> Like they made, they made over double the next, like the second highest game on there, which is some game called Empires and Puzzles RPG Quest, which I've never heard of. I'm assuming it's one of those like Clash of Clan games that just like does insanely well because Narmies play it and no one has ever fucking heard of it. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fucking wild just how much Fate Grand Order, like, just stomps on the competition. It's like, it's almost absurd just, like, looking at the disparate pieces because, like, okay, Fate is big, but Fate isn't, like, on its own that big, right? Yeah, because, like, even, even in the anime sphere... The Fate franchise has never been, like, generally popular. Like, you I... you, you aren't going to find, you know, sort of uh, casual anime fans that know a whole lot about Fate. Probably. Oh, no. But that's because Fate is fucking esoteric and absurd. And yes. so the folks who love it, love it. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. to get the Fate lore, you have to, like, translate three different visual novels that are poorly written frankly um like not necessarily i mean plotting wise but also like 
the, the prose is rough, y'all. The prose yeah, is rough. It's, I'm gonna be honest. Did I you, have I have never actually completed any of the visual novels. Uh, I, I've tried, I, and I, I just played, like. Did you know people die when they are killed? Yeah, I played two hours of the uh, well, quote unquote, played two hours of the uh, first uh, of Fate Stay Night. Uh, I didn't even make it past the prologue that's entirely from Rin's perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Oh, you mean the best character in the show? Yeah, yeah. In the novel? Because she's actually a character? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I never made it past her part because the writing was so awful. Mm-hmm. It's bad, is the thing. Um, However, I have watched... the part watched... where you have to fuck King Arthur to give her your mana. <laughs> uh, Fate fucking s- sucks, y'all. Sexy King Arthur. Oh God! I, I fate sucks, but I love it. Oh yeah, I want to be clear. When I say fate sucks, I mean that lovingly. In the Jesus, this is such a clusterfuck that you can't help but appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, w- one thing. What's interesting to me about the Fate franchise is that. Every like everyone who likes the Fate franchise knows that it relies on like just easy stereotypes. Like just, uh-huh. there there is an in joke acknowledged by the franchise itself called Saberface, which is an ex- which is an explicit Jesus. joke that I forgot. that that uh, King Arthur Artoria, also known as Saber, like the first like Saber that the series ever produced uh just they just copied that design multiple times because she was so popular and they and all the copies uh eventually became known as just saber faces like uh-huh. and that and beca- now mysterious and, heroine and, x just has yeah. to murder them all yeah and then they made a character who references that joke because she wants to be the only saber face honestly she's doing the (laughs) lord's work uh nothing but love and respect to my hero mysterious heroine x her giant robot suit and her plan to kill all other sabers i will never let her touch my most precious emperor nero i'm i'm just saying if there's gotta be one i'm fine with it being i listen it can be a fight to the death between the two i'm happy either way I got no dog in this. Did fight. I just make a joke so bad you just walked away? Because you went real silent after that. Did, um, I'm still here. Are you still here? Can you I hear see me? your thing blinking, but I cannot hear you. I don't know I'm why. Saying words. Well, shit. I'm gonna try disconnecting uh, myself and reconnecting. Give me a second here. Yeah, you should. You should do that. That's okay. Hello. There we go. Okay, that was weird, but sure. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were very disappointed in me, because you, like, immediate silence. Oh, I, I was just saying, listen, if it came down to a fight to the death between Mysterious Her- mysterious Heroine and Nero, like, I don't know, I'm happy however this turns out. This is fine by me. <laughs> I got no dog in this fight. It, it's fine. <laughs> Either one of them can go. It's cool. Uh, uh, do we want to clap just to resync in case, I mean... Listen, audio editing is overrated, but you know, just in case. No, I, I don't think it. I don't think the sync messed up at all. It was just okay, not, cool. it was just an audio issue. Um, all right, awesome. But yeah, so I we, I guess I'll briefly talk about the story of Fate Grand Order, but I'm definitely not going to cover it all because it goes places. 
Uh huh. And I won't ever get to know what those places are because they're six years down the line, and I just do not have that time in my life, y'all. I I, I will say that there. I did actually really enjoy playing this for the story. Like there were some mm-hmm. chapters that were not great, but for the most part, I actually do like the writing in this game uh, a lot. Oh sure, I, um, I think it is. Mm, I was gonna say this might be the best writing in any fate uh, thing, but that might be unfair. But I'm yeah. gonna say it anyway because I, mean, I think it. Fate Last Encore exists, so it's it's not the best. But which it's one's up there. It, Last Encore? Is that fate, the TV show? Fate Last Encore is the uh, is the show that came to Netflix that was uh, produced by Shaft. Um, and uh-huh. it is the one with uh, Nero. Is that the first half or the second half? Uh, what do you mean the first uh, half? I, I, I mean, there was a fate uh, thing with Nero that had, um, that like ended. Oh, yeah, through. yeah. They they added the final three episodes onto it. It's still Fate Last Encore, oh, okay. just they have different subtitles, sub-subtitles. I, I'm uh, going to be real. Do not think the writing was particularly strong in that. Man, I I thought it was the best of I, the Fate series. I mean, honestly, you're probably correct in that it is the best of the Fate series TV shows. I just don't think that bar is particularly high. I also think that show needed a fucking scalpel taken to it for editing. Like, I, I understand that it is drawing from like a couple of different sources, but there is like whole chunks in that beginning that just do nothing to set up anything. What's wild is that. Fate Grand Order has probably one of not Fate Grand Order. It was well as Fate Last Encore probably has one of the best starts <laughs> for a Fate um, show. Like Unlimited Blade Works is actually pretty strong. Okay, yeah, Unlimited Blade Works like, does have a good beginning. Um, Fate Zero's like I like a lot about Fate Zero. That first episode is just garbage. Oh yeah, that episode, first episode is fucking trash. I mean, <laughs> there, listen, I'm the there person is a that's scene. like, man, fuck Fate Zero's stupid ass bullshit. But like, yeah, that first episode is bad. There is a scene in, in the first episode of Fate Zero that is just like five minutes of two people monologuing at each other while they just walk in a circle. <laughs> I forgot about that scene, and I take it back. Fate Zero whips ass. (laughs) God, that's so good, because it's the stupidest shit on the planet. I mean, Uh, but, like, that's that's the Masuverse in a nutshell. Like, you look at this and you think, dear lord, someone needs to hire this man eight editors, and the moment that someone else touches this and starts editing it, everyone immediately loses interest. Like... (laughs) Every fate work needs the most editing possible. Just anything to wrangle it into a parsable shape. Uh, yeah. But on the other hand... Yeah, it, it's weird because, like, on the one hand, I think you're absolutely right. But on the other hand, I think, like, would we have gotten the stuff I most like about this franchise if someone did reign nasu in no like, like, like that's what i mean like like the would that you have like would mordred or zero or nero even exist in their current forms if someone nero yes told... mordred no yeah uh and mordred's great so like would mordred mm-hmm. if if letting mordred exist means 
Um, just letting Nasu be a dumbass at all times. All right, just dude. Live putting his fucking whole ass out all the time. Like live your bliss, man. I just I I, I want Nasu to sit in a room and come up with ideas, and then someone else write the prose because my man's prose is very bad. Is the thing. And, you know, maybe it's the translation, but, like, yo, one way or the other, it's bad. Can we have Yoko Taro make a fate game? Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? No. You fucking, have you seen how that man talks about, like, any of the androids? Fucking, the dude was asking for 2B butthole pics on Twitter. No, not allowed. <laughs> I fucking, mean. <laughs> my man made Kaine's outfit. Bard. Yoko Taro, you were it. At the absolute edge of how horny you're allowed to be. There are fake grand character orders right now that are probably worse than that. That's what I'm saying! Don't let Yoko Taro be worse! He's at the absolute limit where I can be like, yeah, no, I, okay, I like Yoko Taro works. Uh, Kaine's costume is, like, uncomfortable, but I can at least justify it narratively. It, it, there is something interesting there. There is an interesting relationship with gender. I think Yoko Taro is bad at touching on it, and I think he's bad at writing about gender, but he at least understands gender as a concept exists. Meanwhile, Nasu is like, fucking, Da Vinci's a hot girl, fuck it! Y'all wanna fuck Da Vinci? And I'm like, yeah, but... Francis Drake he was has like, big ol' titties! Fuck it! Boom, 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 boom! Like, it, no, I, I don't need Yoko Taro to be more like that. I want Yoko Taro to be less like that. Uh, have you have you seen the outfit the final outfit that Nero gets in Fate Extella? No. I'm pretty sure I've shown you this once, but I I'm just gonna I'm just gonna remind you. Uh I think it's called the Yeah, Nero Venus. Oh yep, I do know that one. It's bad. <laughs> God Oh, uh, it's the funniest thing. <laughs> Just, I... <sighs> yeah, it's just so much. Fate is just so much. Yeah, and like, like all of the time. It's weird because, like, by all rights, I shouldn't like Fate because it's very you, much. You like Baki Monogatari? I, I don't think it's that far out of the uh, out of the realm. True. I'm, I guess I'm just trying to parse why I like Bakemonogatari and Fate a lot when normally an anime with those traits would just really mm -hmm. turn me off entirely. I, I mean, I think it's like two different things. Like, I think Bakemonogatari at, at its best is like really interested in this sincere introspection of people who are fundamentally incapable of communicating in a way that is sincere, honest. And, like, that is why, uh, fucking, what's his name? The main character shithead. Uh, Aragi. Um, Ar Aragi is, like, even kind of compelling because he's too much of a dumbass to be duplicitous. Like, he's so fucking stupid. He's the stupidest motherfucker on the planet. And that means that he just is, like, straight up sometimes when he is not being self-deceptive. Like, everyone around Araragi is smarter than he is and better at anything he is, like, any game he is trying to play. Yeah, and so I'm that pretty, means he eventually... I'm pretty sure every woman on that show has a moment where they call him a call him an idiot. Uh, and, and that means that, like, Araragi is, A, immediately uh, transparent to both the audience and to the folks around him. And so he eventually hits a point where he's just, like, 
straightforward in how he is feeling. Like he, he is just honest about it in a way that is like refreshing and that melodrama still allows it to hit on something that feels sincere and true. Whereas Fates is just like, yo, let's fucking go. Let's go. Let's be as stupid as possible. Fate Grand Order is like, let's be as stupid as possible. The other Fates work, I, like, I genuinely think there's something really interesting about Unlimited Blade Works. I think there is a... Yeah. Uh, I, I think I've talked about it before, but I think Unlimited Blade Works as a story about the clash of um, I, an idealistic person starting out on a path versus someone who has walked that path and has regrets and the like irreconcilable differences that that experience leads to. Uh, between the past and present versions of yourself is genuinely interesting. Like yeah. that is a genuinely interesting story. Yeah, I, I and also then, think, and then for fate like, happens. Yeah, I also think for like Fate Zero, the the storyline, like the relationship between Waver and Iskandar, is like genuinely fantastic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh huh. And and Gilgamesh and, is just just such, such a, a great piece of shit. villain. Like he is an God, amazing such a piece asshole. Of shit. Like, he is perfect enough that I want to kick his teeth in every fucking time I see him. I just want to kick his teeth through the back of his head. If if uh, if Molly ever got into fate, and that would never happen, but if she did, she would 100% love Gilgamesh. I think I she think. would like Gilgamesh. I think she would also have a spot posh, soft spot for uh, Kukulin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and, and like, listen, that dude, yo, he can never that's, catch that's a break. relatable. Uh huh. Every time, I mean, listen. Do y'all know? Do you know the myth of the Kukulin? Because like, yeah, uh huh. That's appropriate. <laughs> Irish myths are basically just, hey, here's the story of this whole person's life. It's gonna end bad, and the, just how tragic it is just depends on where you stop. Yeah, it rules. It, it is. It is honestly fascinating. Like where where the fate series decides because like it, it takes like from historical and mythological figures and like it twists them up a bit and like the choices it makes about like which things to care about and with and which things to like just throw the wayside is fascinating to me because mm-hmm. like uh, particularly like with with um I mean, the first thing it throws to the wayside is any male gender. Yeah, yeah. The, the, they definitely put a lot more female characters into history than we normally get. Um, yeah, and they, you gotta and, have the titty. Yeah. Uh, and also just, like, some of the decisions made are, like, really weird. Because, like, Mordred still calls Artoria father. I, there's, like... <laughs> And I've spent so, so much here, time trying to parse the gender dynamics of Morgan so, Art, Artoria that eventually I just gave up and like threw my hands up and said, I don't know, fucking know what they're doing. <laughs> here is the thing. If it wasn't in the series where you fucked Girl King Arthur to give her your mana, I might believe that there is an interesting and intricate gender dynamic between the, those characters. Yeah. It is. I, absolutely not. Absolutely not in this series. No chance. Mm-mm. Nope. Not at all. Zero yeah. chance in hell. Like, if you death of the author it, like, there, there is... I, 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 like, I, you I don't think it's even but, in the text. Yeah. I think it is so incomprehensible in the text that there is no cogent read of it. True, yeah, because it's if so someone, contradictory. 
Yeah, like that. That's I mean, and that's like fate in a nutshell. It is so self. It is so sprawling and grand that it is just self-contradictory in a way that is fascinating. Like it, the the fate universe in general is just absurdly huge. Yeah, uh, I guess like actually one of the more interesting things to me about like how the servants work and how they're twisted and and this is actually explicitly mentioned in. Um, at the very least, Fate's Last Encore, and at a few spots in Fate Grand Order, Da Vinci actually talks about this. Um, but they, Nero is used that exa- as an example where they acknowledge that the real-life Nero was is, is not like Saber Nero, who gets summoned. And right. they basically talk about like the way that summoning servants work is that they're kind of filtered through the summoner's own ideals and motivations. So mm-hmm. it ends up being that the Nero you get is essentially a idealized version of who Emperor Nero could have been. Yeah. Um, like a well, genuinely good person who tried, who tried to help their country, but ended up getting like... Uh, but have but ended up having you know the the nobles turn on them basically and then fail, which is and, you know maybe a generous read of Nero. Yeah, who who could say history yeah. could say, but uh, there, who could say there there is there is some discussion that like while Nero probably wasn't a great person, there was also probably some. Uh, historical bias going on when their acts were recorded simply because uh, Nero kind of did not give a shit about the nobles uh, and they didn't Mm -hmm. take kindly to that. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, I mean, like... Probably did not play the violin as Herodotus wasn't not true. Herodotus was not a peasant, so... No. (laughs) Homie could write books. He was not a peasant. Uh, But, yeah, so... But but even still, like... it's, it's interesting to me that Fate Grand Order explicitly says, like, okay, for some of these, like, servants, what would they have been like if they were explicitly heroes? Mm-hmm. Like, let, let's, let's play around with these figures. And that, that's part of what's cool to me about it. Um, mm-hmm. and oh, for also, sure. And also there's just a lot of anime bullshit that... I, what what if they were explicitly heroes, but also we put these explicitly heroes in, in with big titties in in swimsuits? And yeah, we looked at them and we're like, mm, good and cool. Um, what what if you could fuck these heroes? Just hypothetically, it's okay though because it's a mana injection, and like, I will never get over that. I, I know I've mentioned it like three times. I'm never gonna get over it. Yeah, it's... Just just make your fucking porn, dude. You don't gotta make an excuse like that. It's cool. Just make them fuck. Just write that two people want to fuck and then let them fuck. Yeah, it's it's fine to me that... Like... I'm I'm just saying Nasu is a coward who won't admit to wanting to fuck the historical King Arthur. Yeah. And what's funny to me is, like, Nasu eventually made servants that were explicitly horny. Nero is one of them. <laughs> She's she's explicitly pansexual too, like <laughs> canonically. She, I just the 
no, no, no. This isn't horny enough. Just, just, I, I fucking can't handle it. <laughs> I, I know it seems like I'm roasting fate a lot, but like, I wanted it to be clear, it's from a place of love. Like, yeah. mm, love is generous. And let's be honest, it's this is going to end up enjoyment. being a roast of me too, in some regard. <laughs> I, listen, Dustin, we all like shit that is whack and out there. It's just yours happens to feature fucking historical King Arthur. And so, like... I mean, King Arthur is fine, but she doesn't really do it for me, you know? I know. And the fact that you can say that in all sincerity is just... is proving my point is really what I'm getting at here. I prefer her murderous daughter... And also the Emperor of Rome. <laughs> I mean, listen, same. I, I mean, listen, yo, if you want to talk about fucking Arthurian legend, we can we can talk about Arthurian legend, but Nasu does not want to talk about Arthurian legend. But before we move N- on to Nasu talking about the to game, talk about I, anime. before I move on to talking about the game itself, I do want to say, I, I do want to reveal what may be the single just absolutely dumbest and also horniest thing that has ever happened in a storyline in Fate Grand Order. Uh, in the first summer event, you get stranded on a desert island, and someone makes a joke about, oh, gosh, what if we, you know, would have to repopulate, but, like, so many of us are women, how would we do that? And, and I can't, I don't know how to say your name, Skathach? Uh, uh, I think it's Skathic. Skathic? says i butchered it oh i have a rune for that and implies Uh, that she can give herself a penis you know you know so that out of the way (laughs) so that's the podcast uh i'm gonna go to sleep for a million years (laughs) you ever hear a joke so bad you have to immediately go to sleep I, just, I've, I've been carrying that around waiting for the episode to reveal it listen because it has cursed me since the moment i i played that particular chapter in the first summer event my understanding is that fate has some whack shit around whether or not artoria king arthur has a penis and you know i've actually I'm never good. encountered i i'm i'm grateful that i have never encountered that discourse um yeah. That's uh, actually the first time I, I I'm too, hearing about that. Uh, it, it has been forever since I, like, dove into it, but I, I vaguely remember that, and I'm just like, ah, mm, I'm okay. I, I'm okay. I don't need to dive into that any further. Um, but yeah, so we should probably talk about the actual game instead of just being baffled that people keep giving Nasu money. Yeah. Uh, oh, they, but they also, please man keep, a blank check. But also keep giving him a blank check because it leads to some uh, stuff uh, I love. Uh, okay, sure. You know what? You get your one. This is your one. That's okay. I, I can respect that. Yeah, just just give me this, okay? Let let me have this one thing. Uh, this one forty million dollar a month thing. Um. Okay. I mean. 
So uh, specifically, like give give Nas like you can you can ease off giving fake Grand Order money. They don't need that much. Oh, okay, yeah, no, you're right. That's true. I specifically I, yeah, like, mean Nasu. There's no way Nasu's getting all of that. Fuck no. I, I, I it, respect a man for being so true to his vision. Is what I'll say. Yeah. Like that. That is a man who is making work for himself alone, and you know. I would have expected it to stay on his own hard drive. Uh, I would have expected that computer to be crusted over and impossible to pull anything off of. But Turns out a lot of people are into that, though. <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised, is what I'll say. Uh, so Fate Grand Order is a game where uh, like you summon these servants we've been talking about, and you engage in turn-based battles with them. Uh, as you go through storylines. Um, mm-hmm. It is a very clunky game in a lot of ways. Uh, so, the way... Um, I, I want to talk about like combat specifically before we like get into um, the game. Yeah. Because the combat is so close to a thing I think is cool. Yeah. And veers so hard from it <laughs> that it is really, really frustrating. Um, the combat has you set a team of, uh, two of your servants and then a friend servant joins you in battle and you can have yeah. a couple of backliners as well. Yeah. There's like, um, yeah, there's three backline servants mm-hmm. and every servant has a set of five cards that they, uh, add to a deck basically when they are in your front line. Um, when it is your turn in battle, you, so you have a, basically a total of fifteen cards in your deck. When yeah, it's your turn. And uh, just you, th- and just because this will make it easier to parse later on, there are three types of cards that they mm-hmm. they all have a, they all have at least one of these types, um, and some have multiple of, of certain types. There is uh, quick, uh, which basically um, gives you crit stars that help that make it more likely for you to deal extra damage on future attacks. There's Arts, which charges your Noble Phantasm, which every servant has. is basically their super attack. Uh, and then there's Buster, which is just do a bunch of damage immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and so like a, a character might have one Art card, one Quick card, and three Buster cards. Or yeah, uh, like, that'll uh, add to the deck. For example, uh, Hercules, uh, that or yeah. Heracles, as the game calls him, I believe, uh, ha- mm-hmm. has that layout. Because he's meant to be a servant who does a lot of damage and not much else. So, um, when they add a card to their deck, it is both a card that is specific to that character. Because when you play that card, you'll that character will do a specific attack. Um, but it is also of the quick art or buster variety. Um, so when it's your turn in battle, you get a set of five cards in your hand, and you can play three of them. If you play three Buster cards, you get uh, a attack boost. If you play three uh, Arts cards, you get a boost to Noble Phantasm. If you play three Quick cards, you get a boost to Crit, uh, or crit Chance. Um, but if you play three cards of a single characters, then they will do an extra follow-up attack, basically. Uh, and so... Like, hypothetically, you have this really interesting plan of, oh, I'm building a deck of 15 cards, and I want to build in a specific direction. I want to uh, uh, build for a deck that is designed more around critting or around hitting hard or generating Noble Phantasm. 
But then you run into a problem. And the problem is that your front line has three characters, but you only get to pick two of them. And the third one is always a friend character. So, actually... Oh, can you change that? Yes. In the lineup, you can change where the support character goes. Jesus fucking Christ, I wish at any point they forefronted that information. Yeah, Literally they don't, anywhere. but you absolutely can change where the support Fuck character goes me. in the lineup. Because there are, there are points where I'm like, okay, I'm taking the support unit, but I don't want them to come out immediately. Or I'm like, okay, I do want this guy in right now. And I'll, I'll switch up my lineup depending. But yeah, you can switch up where that support slot is. Okay, that um, that already is like, Jesus, I wish that they had literally told me that anywhere at all. But like, e- even beyond that, like the actual execution and deck building is both so simplistic and so clunky that it is really hard to feel like you have any real control over what you're producing. Yeah, because the, the issue is that the the cards you draw for each character like when you draw a hand of 5 from each that are composed of like the total of the character's pool is random and it's not like okay i've used up these so i know i have a general idea of what i'm getting next like you're counting cards in poker or something it's a random chance every time uh mm-hmm. so there's not really a way to guide that that randomness so there's a lot of instances where you're probably not going to be making any sort of chain, and you have to be like, okay, well, what sort of weird combination can I make from this that will get me what I need? And but and those and like, those rounds where you just can't cobble together anything, just it feels bad. Well, on top of that, like maybe this gets better a hundred hours into the game, but I'm not gonna find out. Like, the turn-to-turn strategy, because you have so little control over what you can do each turn, feel, like, it feels like there is none. Like, it feels like I can't plan, okay, I'm going to do this this turn, I'm going to do this next turn, because it's just like, well, hopefully I get cards that are playable, and you just sort of have to play whatever hand you have. Yeah, so... The skills... Each character has a couple of skills that, like, boost attack or boost defense that can alleviate that some, but not a lot. Yeah, that's the thing, is, like, having put a lot of time in, and not nearly as much time as some people, but enough time, uh, there, the strategy does get a little deeper than that. The skills do become important. Um, and as you get a larger roster and start leveling them up, um, you can start to get into situations where you're like, okay, this combination of skills uh, and like noble phantasms or whatever, I can stack these for a particular effect. Uh, like there is this one, like there's this one event where it was essentially a raid boss. Uh, and I found... Like after like talking about it with um, some other players in the Fate Grand Order thread, we found that like with the servants I had, the my best strategy was like doing a team of Tesla, uh, Waver, and Quetzalcoatl in the front line, and a friend's Merlin in the back line, and the other two just didn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. And like for the for the mob wave, I would build up 
uh, Tesla's Noble Phantasm. And then during the boss wave, I would uh, put Quetzalcoatl's uh, attack boost skill on uh, on Tesla, then use a um, use a Mystic Code skill. So your your avatar can equip various like outfits that give them their own skills, and one of those is the Chaldea battle uniform, and you can just that's basically a plug suit. Uh, and from from Evangelion, it just straight up looks like that. And you can use that to swap out a character on the front line with a character in the back line. And so swap out Quetzalcoatl with Merlin. Use Merlin and Waver's skills to build up uh, Tesla's NP gauge even more and give him a bunch of more attack buffs. And then have him do just like over a million damage in a single turn. So my thing is just like... Oh yeah, if you uh, if you if you build up at, uh, noble phantasm on the mob phase, hope you get blue cards. Yeah, uh, and like, like again, there there are skills that just give you noble phantasm, and the 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 real problem I have is that in like in the mid and end game, the strategy does actually get really interesting, and I like it. Cause sure. when I started, I did not like the combat much at all. Like I was mm-hmm. where you are. The really the real primary problem is that grinding in Fate Grand Order is more tedious than in maybe any other gotcha game I have ever played. It always oh, feels malicious. It is. It, it actually a, feels hostile. It is such a time investment to even level one character to max. And it is even you know, more. You have a character con- worth leveling, and it even and it's even more time consuming to level their skills up. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like, I only have maybe four characters at max level, yep. and I've been playing for two years now. Mm-hmm. It's that sounds about right. Friggin' wild! How long it takes to level someone up. Which is a which is a far cry from like say, Doken battle. Uh, I, I was thinking like puzzles and dragons, where yeah. I pull a character, they're max evoed, and they are max level like immediately. Yeah, that's the same with Doken battle. Like you pull a character, you just immediately get them to max level. Maybe you need to farm up some medals for them to Doken awaken them, but like the leveling part is not the the time investment. Like, you right. can give them experience to max level them basically immediately. Uh, and it's just such a change with Fate where, like, I, I do... I, if I spend all my stamina doing... Uh, running, like, the... Um, uh, running the uh, free, like, the mission that gives you experience cards... Uh, that may not even at the higher levels. That may not even be enough to get them two levels. And I was about to say, the, man, you're lucky if it gets you one. And the five star servants go up to level ninety. Mm-hmm. So it just becomes an absolute slog to actually level someone up to the point where they can participate in the uh, higher end content. Uh, yeah, it like. It just feels like so much of the game is saying, we don't want you to play this, that I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I don't and, need to play this. 
And, like, I, I don't understand it, because, like, there are other quality of life features that this game have that a, that a lot of other gacha games don't. Like, it it's, its support system is actually really good. It gives you multiple... Mm-hmm. It, gi- it gives you multiple, like, three pages you can use to set up support, so that way you can have oh, yeah. your normal friend unit page, where you can set up a unit for every class that exists in the game, uh, and then you could, like, use another page to, like, here's my event, here's my supports for the event that's going on now. Yeah, so like, way... stuff, stuff like that's super useful. I just, like... I would like this game so much more if I could see the story, laugh at it a little bit, and then hit auto battle and have nothing to do with the combat until it got yeah. actually worthwhile. Yeah. Because Hon- it will not get there for 200 hours. Yeah, honestly, like, if you could just level up and ascend servants in, like, a tenth of the time that it currently takes, it would be so much easier to convince people to play this. And I think mm-hmm. a lot more people would actually stick around for it. I mean, clearly enough people are sticking around. They're making obscene amounts of money. Yeah, like, I just I just think they could may- be making even obscener amounts of money if they didn't I, make it such a turnoff to actually start the damn game. So <laughs> I think that's part of the thing. That, like, hostility is, like, what forces the amount of time. Because en- you have to spend quartz to get energy back to, like more effectively grind and spend that time grinding and like i bet you a very significant portion of their uh paid quartz goes towards energy maybe like i, w- I would be interested I mean, to that... see the breakdown of that um because because it always felt to me like the the poles were the like the banners were the thing that like oh yeah really i mean pulled quartz from people because uh, this is this is definitely a game where it trades on you want this ver- this limited version of your favorite character. It absolutely did that for me. I saved up for nearly a year because I knew the rates were bad. Because I, I know I wanted Summer Nero. So I, I saved I... up for I saved up for several months for that, not pulling on anything else. Um, and thankfully, like my luck was actually really good. I, in my, I got her on my third ten pull, uh, which is crazy considering Fate's like five star rates. Uh, but all, but not only that, what's weird is like, I it took me like eleven ten pulls before I got a four star servant, and in that time I got three Neros. Yeah, like... (laughs) Statistics are fake in this game. I mean, statistics are always fake, is the thing. (laughs) It makes no sense. Math ain't real. That happened. Math's not a real thing. Um, but... Yeah, like... That's that's the thing, right? Like, it, it... Part of the reason these, it is such a time sink is because it wants to force that retention. It wants you to have to spend the time every day coming back to level your anime JPEG wife. Like, it wants you to have to come every day and force that retention. And that means you'll see that next banner and have to, like, that is is the other reason this is the most gotcha game on the planet. It's because it is 
maybe the most insidious of uh, monetary system, uh, monetary monetizing, stealing your money. Words are hard, y'all. <laughs> like I, I'm not entirely that, that, sure I agree with that. Is the thing? Yeah, that's that's not that's not fair. It it is more just how brutal the rates are, how infrequent uh, free currency is, and how much it trucks on getting those five stars that it feels veering towards that exploitative nature. Yeah, because here's the thing, like, I, th- I think the only thing that makes Fate Grand Order, like, seem as bad as it is, is, like, that attachment that it tries to engender in you with particular servants. Like, it wants you to have favorite servants. Mm-hmm. Um because if you just look at it from a math standpoint, it's actually no worse, and in some cases better than other gotcha games we reviewed. Like we reviewed other gotcha games with like a one percent. Uh, oh sure. SSR rate. Oh. Uh, and, and like those didn't necessarily have um, things that literally aren't usable as servants in the pool, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Craft essences suck. <laughs> Uh, craft uh, essences are literally trash. Like, you can literally get nothing for yeah. your money. But also, like, like Dra- Dragalia Lost almost was worse about that when it first released. D- Dragalia Lost also literally got rid of those from the pool. Yeah, that's true. Like, D- Dragalia Lost literally got rid of those from the pool, revamped the entire summon system. Like, you're right. It is the reason I dropped off that game. And Dragalia Lost literally reformed its entire summon system to remove that. Yeah. Um... But also, like, Fate Grand Order, like, you also don't need any five-star servants. Like, there are, there are even one-star servants that are actually, like, really useful, like uh, a rock. Sure. So, you absolutely can make a, like, endgame, very functional team from three-stars, four-stars, and some one-stars. What, what makes it feel bad... Is is purely, I think, that, and like I'm not trying to justify. Oh, it's fine that they have a one star, one percent rate. They should absolutely have a higher rate for five stars. Do not get me wrong, but I think it just feels worse in in relative to other gotcha games because it is so character focused. Like in in like in in SMT, who gives a shit? Like, there's a bunch right. of demons. I don't care. I don't necessarily care which one I get. There are some I prefer, but whatever. They don't have characters, really. Important question. Do you know off the top of your head if it is a flat 1% or if it is a 1% after it determines whether you get a craft essence or a servant? Uh, Let me check that real quick. I can probably because just pull up the... Because one of uh... those is... Yeah, one of those is pretty reasonable. One of those is fucking egregious. Yeah, let me just pull up... Um... The I'll actually just go ahead and pull up the summer banner right now just to double check. Okay, all right. So it is. Um, so here, here are the rates. So they actually, I'm not sure how they how they separate. Okay, so okay. Here's, the, yeah, here's I... how they separate. It's it is all the servants plus craft instances combine add up to a total of a hundred. So it's one yep. percent chance for a five star servant, four percent chance for a five star craft essence. 
3% for a 4-star servant, 12% for a 4-star craft essence, and equal 40% for 3-star servant or craft essence. So it's, the craft essences, like, are, are, are still eating into the servants' rates, but not in the way that, you, like, you assume. Yeah, that, not in the there way is, I was afraid of. Yeah, there's, there's not, like, a 1% chance to get a 5-star and then a 50-50, whether that's a craft essence or a, or a servant. It's yep. just one percent forester servant straight up. Okay, that's that's much better than I was afraid. I mean that that still is a you have a less than forty five percent chance of actually getting a servant. Yeah, which, which is fucking, fucking wild sucks. that I got like four. Which <laughs> <laughs> just like that, and then that I proceed to get two sucks. more with tickets. I don't understand, dude. What the fuck? I I only got one four star servant. I don't know how it I, happened. Forty two tickets. 360 quarts. <laughs> I don't... Jesus Christ. I don't understand. Jesus Christ. Uh, but, yeah, my, my point is not necessarily that Fate Grand Order is more exploitative, but rather that, like, the way Fate Grand Order builds its appeal is on these characters, and then it's explicitly brutal rates. Uh, yeah. Are, are I... exploitative in a way that is not necessarily unique, but is very immediately apparent in a way that feels noxious. Yeah, I will say that it feels worse to strike to get a streak of bad luck in Fate Grand Order than almost almost any other gotcha game I've played. It the... feels bad to get good luck in Fate Grand Order if you get a five star craft craft essence. That yeah. feels like shit. Or, or even a five star servant that you don't care about. Hmm. Like, if, if I get a five-star servant and I'm hoping for, like, um, I, I don't know, if I'm hoping for Merlin and I get, like, uh, a, I don't know, Tamamo, I guess. Uh, Tamamo fans come at me. Uh, what, what you got against Tamamo? <laughs> she's fine, but, like, I don't I, really yeah, care that's, about that's her. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but, yeah, if, I, if, if, I'm, if I'm hoping for, way, if I'm hoping for Merlin and I get Tamamo... That's going to feel kind of... that's Even though Tamamo is useful, that's going to feel bad. Because I really want mm-hmm. Merlin. Um, uh, and, and there's an element to that in uh, almost all gacha games. But it feels particularly potent it, in Fate Grand Order. Yeah, that, like, uh, that, that is what I wanted to highlight. Like, not so much that it is uh, as blatantly... That it is, like, more evil than, like, say, Puzzles and Dragons. Although... That's actually a bad example because I I think it is, but like, um, that like the entire appeal the game has built itself on that this character draw, uh, it then withholds from you in a specific way. Um, that immediately is apparent in how like exploitative it is being. Yeah, I'll say like just nakedly. I'll say the only gotcha game I've ever been like more disappointed that's ever hurt me more with. Like a string of bad luck is, uh, is Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Oh, Record Keeper's fucking rough. That, <sighs> but like Record Keeper also doesn't lock characters behind. It. I mean, it kind of does. But well, like, you, if you want to use can... those characters in like actual yeah. battles, it kind it, it does. It soft locks them essentially behind. Like, if you don't get good equipment. Like mm-hmm. they'll they'll just stay in your like storage forever, mm-hmm. um, but like you still can get that character. Yes, which is like 
it sucks, but it feels bad in a different way than this. Um, yeah, I... I don't know. I, part of it is I just have no real attachment to, like, any of the Fate universe. So I was just like, oh, it'd be cool to get a servant. Craft Essence, Craft Essence, Craft Essence, yeah. Craft Essence, Craft Essence. Oh, and this servant design kind of blows. Cool. Okay, yeah. that's my third Diera mood. Cool. Yeah. Oh, it's... cool, now I've got eight Kukulans. Alrighty. Uh, yeah, and it's, why, it's probably why I feel so conflicted about this game, because, like, I really want people to like it because I think there's a lot of genuinely fun stuff in there. Yeah, that, for sure. I, I like. And, I was kidding it, when I said it does that its the... damnedest to like keep casual fans away at all costs. And I yeah, don't understand like, it. This game, like, is genuinely, it genuinely has some of the better writing associated with the Fate universe. Like, I may have been hyperbolic earlier, but I genuinely think this is some of the better writing. There's some of the plot stuff that seems really neat in, like, oh, this is just the dumb as hell fun anime shit. Like, yeah, yeah fuck it. We're going to time travel and fix the past. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. It, 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 da Vinci's got big titties. Cool. Yeah, no, fine. I, I can roll with that. But then, like, it does its damnedest to make sure I do not like this. Yeah, it, it is... It is a game that is constantly undermining itself, and I, I, I like it in spite of all it, all it's done to like try and dissuade me, um, which is probably why I take like fairly extended breaks from it every so often. Because if yeah. I if I play it more often than I currently do, I'll just get tired of it. Because I'll, I'll be like, oh yeah, I, I like now that the event's done, now that I don't really have much story content to do. Now I remember why I didn't like this game. Because, uh, like, I just hate the grind. But, like, mm-hmm. I, 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 have several, I have several teams now I can make that can do, like, if not the top-tier stuff, like, second to top-tier fairly reliably. Um, I'm not... I'm, not the I'm like, man, I wish I could make any team that could do anything interesting but okay i guess i'll just keep picking random cards because it doesn't fucking matter because yeah Gilgamesh that i picked from this random list will kill everything for me yeah so i've invested enough time even as a pretty casual player that i i largely don't have that issue anymore but uh-huh. also like it, it shouldn't have taken me that long to get there and it shouldn't take it it shouldn't take anyone that long to get there because there's plenty of other things you can invest time in in that in that game Play Grand Blue, like. I, Honestly, there's like, a, well, Grand Blue has a different type of grind that I take even more sure. great. Honestly, I I almost think. I I also almost think that Grand Grand Blue's grind is is in some ways worse because Grand Blue's grind is worse, but sparking exists. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think alone. with Grand Blue, the grind, like, at least in Fate Grand Order, when I ascend a character or, like, level them or level them up, I, I, I can feel the change there. It feels significant enough where I'm like, okay, I, I got something out of my effort. In Grand Blue, progression is so incremental that I'm often I, like, yeah. am I making a difference with anything I'm doing? I, yeah, Grand Blue is very much a math of the game. Yeah. So, yeah, you I, could play Grand Boo, but I'd say that the grind is just as bad in a different way. 
<laughs> but my, also, my point it was is more it, just it like, is easier to get the characters you want. You're you're correct. Y- yes, it, it, my point is less or is more just like if you are just interested in narrative and story, like, and you are not all that interested in the character or not in the in the combat, like. Grand Blues like makes it easier to just fucking ignore if That's you want true. to. Yes. Whereas like you have to actively fight fate to let you ignore it. And like god, I wish it would let me ignore it. Um Yeah, do we want to talk about the plot at all? Yeah, I'm a little bit. Cuz we've been we've been talking for an hour. <laughs> Yeah, the the plot of Fate Grand Order, it goes all over the place, but the basic idea is that, like, there are things called singularities popping up all throughout time uh, that are basically caused by people using the Holy Grail to cause, like, to alter time and, like, threaten all of humanity. Uh, and it gets more complicated eventually, but, like... Uh, it's basically, the basic idea is you go to various, um, locations, like, uh, let me just pull up a a list of some of the places you go to, um, so, like, the first major chapter is, um, Orleans, uh, in the Hundred Years' War, uh, Mm -hmm. but it, but in this one it's called the Hundred Years' War of the Evil Dragons, AD 1431. Yeah, yeah, okay, uh, yeah. You go to, uh, you go to Rome in, uh, AD, oh, uh, AD 60, uh, go to London in 1888 during the Industrial Revolution, uh, and you meet, I'm gonna say, probably, arguably the worst character design in all fate history which is Jack the Ripper who is a lollycon in a bikini basically I hate I I have so much hate for everything but especially for this and it sucks because she's also the best assassin in the game still why is fate allowed to be so the people I know who like use Jack the Ripper, like, keep her in her art where she has, like, an overcoat. <laughs> I, I wish I could like... keep her in her art where she does not exist to my eyes. Yeah, it's it it sucks. Everything about Jack the Ripper sucks. Uh, she's it's easily the worst... So I, she's the, easily the worst character that this, fran- this franchise has ever created. Um, and that is one instance where I wish I could just neuralize uh neuralize nasu to like wipe that idea from his brain it would be fucking sick yeah that would be tight nasu what hey hey buddy hey hey nasu buddy why are you like this why you gotta do this to me uh but then there but then he also has ideas like uh a different form of arturia who's a lancer uh, who yeah. looks older and has way bigger titties because it turns out that uh, Excalibur um, like keeps 
Excalibur is keeping her titties small, apparently. Yeah, well, it's 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 keeping her young so her titties don't grow as big. So when she uh, so when she doesn't use Excalibur and just like uses a lance instead, you get big titty Artoria. And I'm like, all right, Nasu. <sighs> I take it back. <laughs> Fucking fate is bad, y'all. <laughs> Y'all, y'all. Uh, I feel like this episode is not going to say anything good about me that I like this game. I, but no, I mean, like, I, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with you for liking this game. I think there is a lot to like. I think the like broad, expanding mythology of fate and like the ab- absurd breadth of it is like genuinely intriguing i thought, and I thought like, you were about to say the absurd breasts of it i mean also that but like i i think like what it comes down to is hey are you willing to tolerate some like pretty grotesque shit because like yo there's gonna be some shit you are gonna regret seeing with your eyeballs yeah uh, i, I will i will say that like there's really not all that much that is I would call like actually like really offensive. It's no, it, it's most of like, it is just like, oh, you just really like titties, huh? <laughs> like it's m- it, most of it is fine, and then you get yeah. Jack the Ripper. Yeah, like Jack the Ripper is one of the only things I can think of where it's like, okay, this is just actually awful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it it like that kind of thing also makes it it, it difficult to recommend because like. And be yeah. like, oh, here's all these cool characters, like trying to curate the experience, and then someone will go on Cernopedia and like look at the other servants, and they'll be like, Jack the Ripper? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Why did you tell me about Jack the Ripper? I was like, no, I was trying to save you. <sighs> yeah, yeah, like fate is. It it's it's fine. It's not like bad it's just kind of hostile towards anyone new and also kind of gross but like not in like a mm, most of the time not in an absolutely degenerate way just in a like how much anime bullshit that is kind of gross are you willing to tolerate way yeah um, and, and like other people's mileage may vary um yeah yeah i, I will say there there is a lot of variability with like fans mm-hmm. of the fate franchise because like they're yes. absolutely stereotypical the stereotypical anime fans who you do not want to hang out with who love the fate franchise uh and then there are people like me or the or like my best friend who initially introduced me to fate um for which i will never forgive him uh <laughs> but yeah like he like he introduced me to fate by essentially saying this thing is real bad but i think you'll like it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's essentially yeah, like, like how he introduced me to it and like that's that is there like there's every and there's every like sort of take in between there when it comes to the the audience for fake grand order so right like it can appeal, it can appeal to multitudes. So I wouldn't necessarily say like. I will say if if you're not generally like an anime fan, you you 
don't generally go go for I, like the the more anime anime you'll you may not like this but i mean I, i'm gonna be real if you're not already into fate it is hard for me to recommend this true yeah i i would say like would you watch the series watch the tv shows first yeah watch watch unlimited blade works and fate zero first see if you dig that if see see how you feel maybe don't crack that wallet yet yeah if you like that then give give fate grand order a shot because it may may appeal to you especially if you like the goofier side of what Mm -hmm. fate, fate can be like if you like the scenes where uh, people die is, when they are killed. Yeah, if you like it, pe- it, when people if pe- people die when they are killed. If you like the scene uh, in Fate Apocrypha where Mordred like pretends to be a cat. <laughs> if if you like the scene in Fate Zero where Iskandar plays a Romance of the thir- Three Kingdoms game. <laughs> God, that whips so much ass. That's so good. Just let this man sit there and play his fucking SNES. I love that in the Ilmoy case files, Waver keeps that shirt and wears it. Well, yeah, that's because it's his husband. Yeah. Like, uh, that, that, he's not about to throw away his husband's shirt. Yeah. Um, that, that's his husband and his king. Sometimes it'd be like that. God, fucking bring his Kandar ba- back. God, brought Saber back so many times. <laughs> All Sabres is the same. Um, yeah, so that's, I guess, who we would recommend it to. Folks who want to go down this rabbit hole or who like Fate. Um, yeah. Are you going to keep playing? I, I'm assuming. Oh, absolutely. you, you yeah. got Nero. Yeah. I'm probably good, honestly. I still don't have Bride Nero, though, so I do need to oh, I, save you, up you for You gotta get Bride. So I gotta get Bride Nero. Um, mm-hmm. Got, gotta but, collect them all. But yeah, I, ha- I do have Original Flavor Nero and Summer Nero. So And, and Cool Ranch Nero. Yeah. <laughs> Nero fees. Well, I mean, Bride Nero is kind of Cool Ranch Nero because she, she has the white outfit. Oh, I see. It, would that make Original Nero, like... Uh, Nacho, nacho cheese yeah okay yeah okay glad glad to clear that up um so yeah i guess the last thing we do is roll i think it's your turn oh yeah gosh hold on let me god i totally did not bring up the google document god damn it all oh, right we can probably remove fate grand order from your list too huh <laughs> Hell yes, I got a one. That means it's time for Dragon Ball Z Doken Battle, my I, legit favorite gacha game. I wasn't even kidding. Like, I'm not even going to kid. I was, like, looking at other gacha games, and I was like, I want to play another gacha game. I've been, like, kind of gotcha out, but, like, I've been holding off from trying out Doken Battle. So I'm, I'm curious to see what this one's like. Yeah, I, I'm excited for this, because I this is easily my favorite gacha game, and the one I play the most by a significant margin. I'm it's like very curious game? to see what you think about it. Sort of. Okay, um, yeah. I'm, like, I'm... The, the characters are cards, but, like, it's not... I, I feel like okay. the things that you did not enjoy about, um, about Fate Grand Order you will like about Doken Battle because it uses oh, cool. a... There are similarities to be had. Sure. 
in the team building aspect and the way that like the rotation works um mm-hmm. but yeah i i legitimately re- Doken battle is a game where i initially just bounced off hard from the uh from the combat system and i put it down for a year uh then i came back after and then read up more about the combat system and realized i was doing literally everything wrong and then i fucking loved it <laughs> okay so you, we'll you'll see. have to guide me so i don't yeah. do everything wrong yeah I'll, I'll i'll link it to some useful wiki pages but yeah that I, would be useful yeah i am ex- i am so excited to talk about this game uh cool so i guess we can probably wrap up then yeah that'll, that'll do it for this episode <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this 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 train wreck of me outing geez. myself <laughs> uh, listen i just have my shit stuffed under the bed further we're all we all got stuff it's fine it's fine it's fine yeah <laughs> i'm sh- i'm sure eventually we'll find out which gotcha game gets you to reveal your anime trashiness i mean listen i already admitted to letting king back in true i don't know that yeah. there's much more i could say yeah that's that's a good point. Like I, I, I'm already down this rabbit hole. It's fine. Um, but yeah. Uh, guess that's it. Bye. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that was quick. Oh, I mean, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't have an ending yet. Still. Yeah. No, that works. <laughs> uh, yeah. Umu. <laughs> I'm hitting stop now.